The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com, diamondghostcharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. The Chicagoland Fishing Travel and Outdoor Expo, January 25th through the 28th at the Schaumburg Convention Center. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. Follow me and find contentment. Follow me to rippling streams. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Hello everyone, this is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, hey everybody, welcome to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. I hope you're ready to uh, kick back, pour yourself a cup of coffee, maybe some soda pop, make a little breakfast, lunch or dinner, depending on what time of the day it is for you, (laughs) okay? Okay. you know, we just finished the big Chicagoland Fishing Travel and Outdoor Expo. I have to say, I was touched. I I can't even express in the words. There, there was the largest crowds they've ever had in 11 years that the show was going on. Saturday, it was jammed. Sunday, it was jammed. Uh, Thursday and Friday, really good crowds, but so many people came up to me and, and thanked me for being on the air and thanked me for doing it so long. And you taught me this and you taught me that. And my kids have been listening to you for X. I mean, I was really touched by all the beautiful comments that everyone said to me. Thank you so much. It was very humbling, very humbling. And I, I got to tell you that it, it, you guys touched me really hard. Uh, and it was just a great time. We, you know, played games with the kids at our booth this year again. And we had the Forest Preserve District of Cook County right next to us. Dan Baser and his, his, his old fishing lures, his historical fishing display. He was right next to us. So we just had fun on top of fun, on top of fun, on top of fun. So, uh, you know what? Let's get back and let's have some fun. Go to some outdoor shows. We've got a great one coming up, uh, the Tinley Park Show, in two weeks. So make sure you put that on your calendar uh, and be part of the great outdoors, indoors, as I like to put it. Hey, let's talk about today's really big shoe. Yes, today's really big shoe. Well, on this week's show, or Chauncey's Great Outdoors, as we all call it, we have a gentleman by the name of Bob Heck. Bob is from southern Illinois. And he harvested his deer in the first gun season of Illinois. And he did a great job. Uh, I can't, you know, and like I said, 
but he did everything. He, you know, after he uh, he tracked the deer down afterwards, followed the trail, finding it went into a pond. Yes, it went into a, a pond of water. But as a true sportsman, he didn't stop. He didn't say, oh, well, he got the deer. He, he called up his brother and said, it's a great story. You're going to hear him tell all about it, how they went and got this deer. And then they, his brother said, oh, my, look what we have here. And it was a it, it was a record deer in anybody's books. I mean, it was. But he's going to tell the whole story about it, and that's just a, it's that big tease I just gave you. But it's going to be a great time for that one. So we'll have a lot of fun with that. But you know, the thing is, it's a great story about a deer hunter who never just gave up. That's the you know the, people don't realize that when you're a fisherman or a hunter, you don't ever just stop. Oh, I, I you know he got caught in the you you pull up that br- sticks and everything to get that fish. If you're a hunter, whether you're a pheasant hunter, bird hunter, uh, waterfowl hunter, you never just say, "Well, it's over there." You go and find it, and they do. Ninety nine percent of the hunters do that. So thank you for all of you hunters being doing what you're doing. Then my good buddy, Mr. Steve Ettinger, <laughs> he's the executive director of the Illinois Department of. Like, He's the executive director of the Illinois Conservation Foundation, and he's going to tell us about their big annual gala dinner that's going to, with auctions and Hall of Fame inductions, that's going to be in Glen Ellen on February 22nd. I want anyone listening to this, really, go on to their website. He's going to tell us where it is, and sign up. Be part of this. Get a couple of tickets. Get your club to come. But get a table because this is outdoors people talking to outdoors people. There's more stories and more things. That, great auction items. Captain Tony's even giving a charter for a, uh, a salmon charter in Lake Michigan. There's hunting uh, trips that you can bid on. There's tons and tons and tons of stuff. So don't pass that up. Remember that. It's uh, He's going to tell us all about it, but that's on February 22nd. Order your tickets early in my books. Okay. <laughs> And then in the last segment of the program, we're going to have some other outdoor information. And we're going to have my good buddy, who else? Aiden. The Aiden Fishing Report will be there. I hope it's there. We, he, last week he was in a fishing, uh, hockey tournament, so he couldn't do it. But I'm pretty sure he must have done something this week because he is Aiden. And I understand that. Okay. And we got that. We got that. Oh, this isn't a sad note. Because when someone passes we should celebrate life and probably one of the best friends an outdoorsman ever had was a gentleman by the name of brent manning brent manning was the director of the illinois department of natural resources back in the 90s he did it for about 13 14 years and uh he started when he was like 36 years old he was a young person but he started that career when i started my outdoor career and we've been very good friends along with john Husar. And he did a great job there. He got so many people active in the outdoors. He even started the Illinois Conservation Foundation that Steve Edinger is part of that takes, you know, people out into the outdoors and gives them a chances, pays for trips for buses, gives scholarships out for kids to go to college for classes in the outdoors. I mean, it's so, so much they do. And we lost him this week. And it's, it's a... I, you know, it's sad to lose anybody, but you know what? This guy was a great outdoorsman, and that's what we need to celebrate, the, that he was a great outdoorsman, and he did so much for all of us, and that's what his family would very much like us to remember Brent Manning for. He did just so, so much for the great outdoors, and not just Illinois. He spread his wings all over the country. He was well-known all over the United States. Our good buddy, Brent Manning. 
Remember that name. Say his name around a council fire. Okay? Just like Apensui Majwat says. Okay, we got that, 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 that. I'm trying to make sure we covered everything that I wanted to talk about. Oh, here's one. Remember, today is the Midwest Muskie Club's 8th Annual Fishing and Outdoor Show that they're holding uh, today from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Village Sportsman's Club, 5201 West 115th Street in Alsip, Illinois. This is a show that you can find fishing, hunting, boating, camping, all kinds of other outdoor-related gear. Some of it's slightly used, and you know what? They've even got some new stuff that, you know, we all have stuff that we didn't use, but it's brand new stuff that they'll be people will be selling from their tables. Uh, they're also having a big drawing for a Garmin Panoplex with live scope uh, for only a dollar a chance. Get the money out for that one. That's a good deal. So remember to go to the Midwest Muskie Club's 8th Annual Fishing and Outdoor Show today. Where? Village Sportsman's Club, 5201 West 115th Street in Altsup, Illinois. Oh, man, it's going to be a good time. Let's just shift some stuff from somebody's house to my garage. That sounds like a perfect day. Okay, we got that. We got that. I tell you what. You know what? You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Mark your calendars. The Midwest Muskie Club's 8th Annual Fishing and Outdoor Show will be held on Saturday, February 3rd from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Village Sportsman's Club, 5201 West 115th Street in Alsop, Illinois. This is the one show that you can find fishing, hunting, boating, camping, and other outdoor-related gear from slightly used to even brand new items. There will also be a drawing for a Garmin Panoplix with a live scope, and ready for this, only a dollar a chance. Wow! So visit MidwestMuskieClub.com for more info or go to Facebook at Midwest Muskie Club. See you there! You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. For only $14.95, big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Know that Midwest Outdoors Magazine includes a state section for where you live. Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For only $14.95, you get big issues of the best of the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847-838-2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. They're new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot, 
ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta, gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. This segment is brought to you by Diamond Ghost Charters. Give them a call at 847-838-2037 and get ready to yell, Fish on! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Let's fish it! everybody welcome back to chauncey's great outdoors and you all know that i like to bring you stories from around the world that's a morse code if you don't know what it is everybody you know from from different parts of the world from whether it's from asia africa north america south america europe antarctica we bring you the news that's flashing well not all the time but (laughs) what i like to bring you is great outdoor stories and i've got a great one here with a gentleman by the name of rob hack who lives in southern illinois uh rob thank you for coming on the show this morning glad to be here now rob uh has a great story about uh a deer he took first season uh first uh gun season in illinois this year (coughs) see i got a cough uh (laughs) And first gun season of Illinois this year, where he was, um, and, you know, he's like, Rob, you're like me. You're looking to harvest the deer to put in the freezer, right? Yes. (laughs) That's, you know, to me, you know, okay, I got, you know, a nice set of rack, you know, on on the wall, but I I want something for my freezer that I can enjoy throughout the the rest of the year. Exactly. And, (laughs) And Rob was out there hunting. Now, tell me what happened that day the, was it a couple of days you went without seeing one was it you saw it right away what happened uh well i'll start at the top or the beginning mm-hmm. everything i got out there early that morning and i had picked a spot where i wanted to hunt and everything because the farmer that has let me hunt for the last 27 years out there 25 years mm-hmm. out there uh, has a cabin out there. He don't like me hunting around the cabin, so I, I picked out a spot that I was wanting to set and hunt. Mm-hmm. Well, I got uh, coughing, and I couldn't get rid of my cough. And a doe had come in and picked me off, and I couldn't see her or anything. But she kept blowing, and I kept coughing because I was getting excited, you know, <laughs> about seeing her. I, I never, I never saw her. Mm-hmm. And I got aggravated with my cough and everything, and I got up and thought, "Well, I'm I'm done for the day. I'm I'm headed in." Mm-hmm. And I went to my truck and I put stuff in my truck and I got me a drink. And I looked at my watch and it was seven thirty. I'm like, "Man, I can't go home yet. I gotta keep hunting." So I decided on a different spot. My son's not hunting with me this year, so 
I decided to go across the road and sit in his stand. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting in his stand, and about, oh, 10 after 9 or 15 after 9, a, the woods just came erratic there. There was two bucks of fighting, uh, hitting their antlers together north of me. About 150 yards through the woods, I could not see them. Oh. It was echoing through the woods. You you could just hear the rattling of them. Oh yeah, they were they were up clanging and a banging hard. And it, you know, for everybody, when this happens, I, not that Rob or I or many of my friends have ever been, but it's like a bar fight going on, guys. <laughs> yes, yes, it, it was definitely a fight. Oh wow! And uh, I. I listened to that for a good 10 minutes, and uh, all of a sudden, the woods got quiet. And I, I looked up to the north of me from where I was sitting, mm-hmm. and I can see a buck skirting me, going out around me mm-hmm. to the north and everything. And I was watching it, and I'm thinking, well, that kind of shot my theory. I thought he would have come down through here, and I just happened to catch a glimpse of four points coming my way down through the creek bottom. And I happened to glance over, and I'm like, oh, he's going to come right past me. Yeah. And like I said, all I seen was four points. It was a deer. And I turned to get situated to where I could get the shot. Mm-hmm. And it got 30 yards broadside. I pulled the trigger, and I missed the first shot. <laughs> and I pumped shotgun and... I put the second one right where it needed to be. Mm-hmm. I seen I hit him good, and he took off, and I still did not pay attention to the rack at all. Mm-hmm. Other than all I seen was four points, right. and I seen him going up through the woods, up in through the thick stuff, and then I lost sight of him. Well, I'm thinking, okay, I've hit him good. He's going to go down. So I, I waited about 15, 20 minutes. I got down out of my stand, got my gun in my backpack, and, I went over to where I shot, found blood, so I started tracking, mm-hmm. and I had my backpack, and I'd go as far as where I could find the blood, and then when I'd lose sight of it, I'd set my backpack down, and I'd go look for the blood again, and then when I'd find it, I'd move my backpack forward or up, mm-hmm. and I kept doing that, and I tracked him through the woods, out across the hay field, all the way up to the pond. And there was blood, a big pool of blood at the pond edge, and there was blood on the water. But there was nothing, nothing in the pond that I could see. And I'm thinking, crud, he went around the pond or went through it Mm -hmm. and everything. And I thought, well, I need to go around there and see. And I thought, no, I'll go back and get my backpack. So I went and got the backpack, moved it up. And when I looked up across the pond, I could see like a six-inch dessert saucer, uh, plate size of hair and i thought oh wow he's dead and he's in the middle of the pond oh like, no oh, this is gonna be fun oh no so i called my brother and i said hey <laughs> we need to boat and everything i said i've hit one and i'm not for sure it's probably not up to your standards and it's probably a small one but bring the boat and he said we don't need the boat he said, we'll fish him out. Mm-hmm. So he brought a fence post and a ratchet straps, and we tied them together and bent it into a hook and 
we spent about a little over an hour out there fishing him out. We finally got him up on bank, still didn't realize what he was and everything because he was packed with mud all around his antlers. Mm-hmm. Couldn't really see. And I had a saw in one hand and a knife in another. I was just ready to cut the antlers off and gut him right there. Mm-hmm. And Randy wouldn't let me. said, no, we're going to take him home, wash him up, and we're going to wash up because we are nasty with that pond mud. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't want to lose the meat. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, fine. So we, we got him loaded and got him home, and got him all washed up. And one of the neighbors stopped and said, you really got something good this time and everything. Because normally the, it's the first thing that I shoot is going in the freezer. Yeah. I don't. And uh, yeah, my yeah. little brother's like, yeah, I know. You so shoot it, you tag it, and you put it in the freezer, you know? You betcha. <laughs> So, but yeah, it was, it took us a good while to, from the time he got shot to the time we got him mm-hmm. home and cleaned up and everything. It was, a, we had to work for it. So you cleaned them all off. Cleaned him all off. And then you and went. My, my brother started counting the points that you could hang a ring off of mm-hmm. and came up with like 32 points. <laughs> and. Oh my God. But whenever we uh, got him all cleaned up and everything, you know, the uh-huh. uh, my, the neighbor was like, yeah, we, we got to take this in and get this get this done right. And everything, yeah. Because this, this is going to be memorable and you're, this is a buck of a lifetime. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, oh, my so gosh. We, they, they started calling around trying to find a taxidermist that would, would do it and everything. Mm-hmm. And, the one we found and everything said, mm-hmm. just don't touch it just just bring it to me so yeah we took it to him and everything and he was booing and on over it and everything because three days earlier he had gotten a nice buck over 200 inches mm-hmm. uh, from around the Effingham area yeah and then he said this one here that I'm bringing in is bigger yet Oh, he's like, chances of two over 200-inch bucks coming in in the same season are yeah. pretty slim. Oh, and, my goodness uh, gracious. Yeah, he he skinned him all out and mm-hmm. everything and cut the rack off for me and everything. Yeah. He didn't want it. He said, told me to keep it mm-hmm. until he was ready for it. Right, right. But he, he uh, green scored it, counted the points, and measured everything out. It was 24 points. Scorable, mm-hmm. uh, two hundred and twenty-two inch seven eighths green scored. Oof, two hundred and thirty pounds on the hoof and a twenty-inch inside spread. That is a magnificent piece of Illinois venison. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rob, I, I, I thank you so much for this story because the thing I wanted people to hear is it's you know when you're. As sportsmen, whether you're a duck hunter, a rabbit hunter, a pheasant hunter, a quail hunter, uh, whatever you hunt or trap or, or participate in consumptive sports in Illinois or anywhere in the United States that's here in this program, you know, it's that extra effort that people don't realize. You know, you could have oh, just yeah. walked away and said, well, he's in the pond, we're done. No, you didn't. You know, you, you got your brother out of it, you know, off the couch <laughs> and said, come on well, down. he was hunting. He was hunting in a different area mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. He did say that 
if he said, if this is a small little spike buck or a little bitty basket rack, he said, we're leaving it in the pond. <laughs> Well, I know you would have never left it, but you know you could. Right, I can no. hear you know you'll, when you call in for help and are like, "Listen, you got me coming all the way out here to do this, and uh, this thing is a yep. spike corn. It weighs thirty two pounds." Uh, yeah, right. But right. you know, this is you know, Rob, Bob, rather, you've done a magnificent thing showing people that it's not just the hunt, it's not just the harvesting, it's everything about it that makes it a special thing. For us sportsmen, whether you and it goes the same way with fishing. I hate to tell you this for everybody, fishing right. too. If fish gets hooked someplace, and it you can't you go start pulling out branches and everything else just to make sure that that fish isn't lost or dies on the hook or whatever. You know, you you take that extra second, third, fourth effort to, to harvest the animal, to enjoy it, to be part of your table, and it'll look really good on the wall or wherever it's going to go. Right, right. Rob, you are an amazing hunter and only somebody that everyone in the state of Illinois, and even anywhere in the Midwest, should look up to for for the second effort, just like watching a football game. You know, you got one down, you got one yard to go, and it's not that just you got it that one yard, you gave it that second effort, and you got four yards out of it. I mean, you did it the right way, Rob. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you so much, my friend. Great story. All right, my friend? Well, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. It's Rob Hack, everybody, from Southern Illinois, an absolute marvelous sportsman telling us a story that I'm going to remember for many, many years to come. Take care. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Mark your calendars. The Midwest Muskie Club's 8th Annual Fishing and Outdoor Show will be held on Saturday, February 3rd from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Village Sportsman's Club, 5201 West 115th Street in Alsop, Illinois. This is the one show that you can find fishing, hunting, boating, camping, and other outdoor-related gear from slightly used to even brand-new items. There will also be a drawing for a Garmin Panoplex with a live scope and ready for this? Only a dollar a chance. Wow! So visit MidwestMuskyClub.com for more info or go to Facebook at Midwest Muskie Club. See you there! Waterworks Marine, the largest Lund and low dealer in the Midwest, has those 2024 boats you have been waiting for today. And they're powered by a Mercury outboard. These are the boats that people are talking about, and Waterworks Marine has the largest selection of anywhere in the country at a price you want and, once again, powered by a Mercury outboard. Waterworks also has a few 2023 Lund and Low boats with a Mercury outboard, but they are being sold at rock-bottom prices. But you still have time to enjoy your fun-certified Waterworks boat, whether it's fishing, a fall color ride, or a day with friends. Let your boat from Waterworks Marine make the day special. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com. And stop in at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Attention all anglers, the TDI walleye rods are available and going fast, both in spinning and trolling models. These are the hottest new rods on the market, and when combined with a new Tatula reel, you have a lethal fish-catching machine. 
only available at Fish Tech and Angler's Outlet in the Chicagoland area. Remember, they're only available at your favorite tackle store that has Daiwa products. Ask for it by name. That's the new TDI Walleye Rod. The Tinley Fishing Expo returns February 16th. Twice the size, twice the exhibitors, twice the fun. Eat shore lunch, fish the trout pond, learn from Midwest pros and guides, and catch live music performances. Kids will have a blast at Kids Corner with magic shows and activities while you shop gear and vacations from premier tackle sellers, resorts, and guides. The Tinley Park Fishing Expo, a new kind of outdoor show. February 16th, 17th, and 18th at the Tinley Park Convention Center. Captain Tony from Diamond Ghost Charters is inviting you to the Tinley Park Fishing Travel and Outdoor Expo, February 16th, 17th, and 18th. He'll have his calendar booked there so you can set up your big coho, lake trout, king salmon trip, and more. He has trips from two people to six people, only on Diamond Ghost Charters. Stop by the booth at the Tinley Park Fishing Travel and Outdoor Show that is at the Tinley Park Convention Center, February 16th, 17th, and 18th. Hey, man, you seen that bear go by here? A bear? Yeah, man, he had on a ranger's hat. A bear with a ranger's hat? Ah, oh, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, man, he had a shovel in his hand, too. Oh, did he have a picnic basket, too? No, man, not that bear. You know, like the bear that checks out the forest, man. Oh, what's he checking out, man? Well, like he's checking out for careless people, man, who start fires in the forest. Oh, that sounds real heavy, man. Hey, well, it is. You know, like every year, some dude forgets to put out his campfire and a match or a cigarette or something else, you know, and like thousands of acres go up in smoke. Up in smoke, man? That's right. Yeah, smoke. <laughs> like in fire that could burn up this place. Yeah? Yeah, and that's why the bear, he says, only you can prevent forest fires. Hey, I know that bear, man. What's his name again? Smokey Bear. Well, what do you need him for, man? Because I need a ride back to the city. <laughs> A public service of the Forest Service, USDA, your state foresters, and the Ad Council. This segment is being brought to you by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, where every boat sold is a fun certified boat. Well, now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the vision hole. We may not. Get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones. Hey, this is Captain Sig off the Deadliest Cats. You're listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. As a lemonade setting in the shade. Whether it's hot, whether it's cool. Oh, what a spot for whistling like a fool. What a fine Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and yes, on the phone, you better mark your calendars because it's less than 20 days away. <laughs> we have Steve Edinger, the Executive Director of the Illinois Conservation Foundation. You've heard him many times on our program, Directors Hunt, other things. I hope people made donations to the foundation at the end of the year uh, for tax benefits and stuff like that. But Steve, thanks for coming on because... We got a really big, big show coming on what day? February 22nd? That's right. Thursday, February 22nd. We'll be in uh, Glen Ellen for the Illinois Outdoor Hall of Fame Gala. That's our one of our two in-person fundraisers for the year. Um, this is one where we also induct members into the Outdoor Hall of Fame with, that were nominated by individuals out there in Illinois mm -hmm. and then voted on by the board of the ICF. And these are people 
who have really dedicated their entire lives to conservation in one way or another. Uh, we've got a great class of five individuals being inducted this year, Deanna Bazan, David Monk, Peter Murphy, Ed Fass, and Gretchen Steele, uh, representing areas all over the state, really. We've got a couple from uh, Plano area, one from Springfield, uh, one from Southern Illinois, and one from another one from Central Illinois. So looking forward to a great time. And once again, we're honoring these people during the program. Uh, that's going to start about 7.15. But the cool thing is uh, there's a lot of camaraderie. There are more fishing and hunting stories that you're going to hear from everybody in this building. Uh, <laughs> but the event starts at like 5.30 in the afternoon, right? 5.30, we start a cocktail hour, uh, followed by dinner at 6.30, uh, program a little after 7. And we've got... Uh, Live auction, silent auction, raffle items going. Uh, you can participate in those whether you come to the event or not. Those will be online. Um, and they will close that. All of that stuff closes at 8 p.m. that evening. So we'll know all the winners, uh, whether they're in person or online. Cool. And, I mean, these are not like, oh, this is a screwdriver set. No, 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 no. This is a great uh, promotional piece uh, from, you know, because I, I know we don't have the list completely done, but you have things about the, uh, you know, for hunting, you have things for fishing, you have uh, fishing rods and gear, and there's a lot of stuff there. I remember some hunting packages that were there. There are a ton of things that were there available for people to bid on in person or online. And, you know, you, while you're sitting there having a little, uh, you know, beverage on, on ice and, you know, your d dinner, you could look at your uh, phone and see what somebody else is bidding on, outbid you for something. Uh, and there's this is just pure, all I can say is fun with, and it's in a, in a great location. The, the Abington is pretty centrally located in, you know, the Chicago Northwest and Northeast Illinois area. And it's easy to get to from... Interstate 55, 88, whatever, however express you want to get there, it's not hard. And I think clubs ought to be coming to this. Get a table. Get a club. Get 10 people. Get a table. And that's going to be a lot of fun to do. Uh, and you, it's just to spread the word of how we can enjoy the great outdoors to more people in Illinois through getting them involved, right? Yeah, so as far as the auction items go, we always have hunting and fishing packages uh, located in and around the state. A lot of them are in northern Illinois, so if that's where you're located, um, easy enough. They, we have some down in uh, central and southern Illinois. If you're um, a deer hunter, upland game hunter, uh, you want to go on a fishing trip like Michigan, we've got something for you. And, you know, we're obviously a, a conservation organization, so we have all sorts of conservation hunting, fishing gear uh, and then we've also got some other stuff, you know, if you're into, uh, baseball, we've got a, you know, signed baseball by a White Sox player. We've got some tickets to various sporting events, um, Chicago fire, um, you know, major league baseball, minor league baseball, whatever you're interested in. Uh, we kind of try to have something for everybody. And, um, and like I said, you can participate in that online if you want, or if you want to join us in person, we always have a great time that night. Like, like Chauncey said, and, um, tickets are either $125 per person or $12.50 for a table. And uh, we last year we had a wonderful time. You know, uh, Abington Banquets in Glen Ellen does a great job. Um, like you said, it's easy to get to. That's one of the reasons we chose that location. Uh, it's also a beautiful venue. Um, we have a lot of fun. 
Um, be nice to get to know some more people from around the state. So mm-hmm. yeah, join us in person if you can. Yeah, and, I mean it's yeah, and you don't have to have the suit and uh, the, the your tuxedo on. I you know people come in suit and tie. People come in you know uh, casual, you know nice slacks, you know a clean shirt. I mean it's it's not like you need to be in a suit and tie for this, folks. <laughs> You know. No, we put cocktail attire on there, but you'll see anyone wearing, you know, a uh, full suit. Um, and then we've got people that come, you know, in jeans and, you know, uh, everything in between. So uh, the whole point is to come in and, and have fun. You know, we call it a gala, but this is certainly no black tie event. No. Um, we, we, we like to have a good time. I'll have to pull out my suit and put it on so everybody has a heart attack. Chauncey's in a suit? Oh, my God, where's the box, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but now, you know... The main thing, besides raising money, and you know, folks, that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to raise money through the auctions and all that that we do there. Uh, the Conservation Foundation is honoring these people that have been nominated from their peers. Uh, and you can also nominate people for next year's event by going on the Illinois Conservation Foundation website, get the information, you fill out a form, you send it in. So it, it's this is the one award that... And, and, and I gently say, because <laughs> I get a little verklempt when I talk about this, because I am a recipient from uh, 2012. Um, and the thing is, this award is for the people in the trenches. I mean, you're, you're uh, 98% of the people that I've seen get this award uh, are not companies, are not, you know, the high rollers. They're the people that are working with kids. They're the people that are doing stocking, cleaning out nature preserves. They're, it is just it, the basic line of sportsmen that you're honoring. That's right. And, um, you know, I've gotten to know um, four out of the uh, out of five of our inductees so far this year. And in talking with them, the, the thing I always say is, you know, you seem like one of those people who has more hours in the day than the rest of us because, you know, they're all involved in multiple conservation organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it involves uh, their work, sometimes not. Sometimes they're, you know, just connecting groups, um, working with various groups to, you know, install uh, an accessible waterfowl blind or something like that. Um, each of them in their own way, in their own industry, you know, we have, a, we have an arborist, you know, we have uh, an outdoor communicator, we have um, someone who worked uh, for the forest preserves and worked with uh, educating children. Uh, we've got someone who works for Illinois Association of Park Districts, municipal parks, you know, mm-hmm. and every, all of that um, is to say that there's so many different ways that you can impact conservation in the state. And these are people who have dedicated their lives to it. And we're so happy to be honoring them and welcoming them to the event. Um, we'll have short videos on each of them. So if you're not familiar with any of them, you can get to know their accomplishments and why they're deserving of this award. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll be presenting them with an actual physical award that night too. So it'll be a lot of fun. And yeah, if you know somebody, um, that would be uh, perfect for that award, you know, send in a nomination for them this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll probably start accepting those here in a couple months and, um, you know, it'll be on our website and our social media. So if you're not following us there, just make sure and get on our email list or social media and see when that's going to happen and and nominate somebody who's deserving. Yeah. And I mean, that is the key. I mean, this is just like the conservation foundation. This is, it's, you know, raising money from anybody they can, including big companies, but you know, to further the program. And, And it's not just, okay, we're doing a little thing here. You know, you're doing things in the school, you're doing things, uh, 
outside it with clubs. You're doing things for with the different agencies that are maybe stocking fish or doing habitat or you're doing this, but you're oh, and giving, I forgot you're giving scholarships out too, right? Yeah. And we usually, um, every year we give out, uh, usually four to five, uh, scholarships for high school seniors that are, have shown leadership in conservation and are looking to go into a conservation field, um, trying to help build that next generation of outdoor hall of fame winners. Um, and the, we always invite the scholarship winners to the gala. It obviously is the middle of the school year for college mm-hmm. students. Um, but we ask them to send in little short videos about how things are going for them in college too. And that's always a favorite thing for people who come and to see what these kids are up to. Um, you know, the fields that they want to go into anywhere from, you know, being a, a biologist to a forester to a conservation police officer, you know, mm-hmm. um, we tend to get a lot of kids interested in, in working in conservation in the future. And we want to support that. Yeah. And that's the cool thing. I, there have been some people where you've given scholarship and they actually went into the, like you said, they became a forester, they became a biologist, they became a conservation officer. Uh, they may not have done it in Illinois, but they did it in another state. And it, it's still, they're in the, what's the, I can't even think of the proper word. You know, they're in the business, you know, of outdoors. And that's, that's, this is why I think this is such an, an important thing as well as everything else the, the foundation does throughout the year. Um, and there are 501c3, as I've mentioned numerous times. So that means, you know, you can help them out and possibly check with your accountant and write it off, you know? <laughs> and yeah, um, we are, we are a registered charity. So, um, donations are tax deductible and, you know, I've been on your show many times, um, talking about all the different things we do, but one of our main focuses is um, introducing new audiences to the outdoors. So people that may not have traditionally had these opportunities um, through things like the Becoming an Outdoors Woman program, Disabled Outdoors Opportunities. Uh, we do tons of programs for uh, kids, school-age kids, um, natu- National Archery Schools programs, Classic Play Target program, paying for biodiversity field trips, schoolyard habitat action grants, um, scholarships, like we said, the list goes on. So um, everything we're doing is trying to get more people to have these experiences that some of us were lucky enough to grow up with and have those opportunities, um, especially today with kids getting more and more into um, virtual learning and, mm-hmm. and online experiences. We want to make sure that they continue to have these outdoor experiences like we did. Yeah. And, you know, for anyone that's out there, because I know there there are, believe it or not, school superintendents that listen to, to the Trances Great Outdoors, the foundation if you're doing an outdoor education thing, which you're required by law to do, they'll pay for the bus to take the kids to that, right? That's right. Yep. You just fill out a um, application, submit it to the uh, Illinois Department of Natural Resources Education Division. Um, they they grade the application, send them into us, <clears throat> and then um, and then we we cut the checks and pay for uh, whether it's a bus uh, substitute teacher. Um, whatever, whatever we need to do to get to make sure these kids have an uh, outdoor learning experience. Mm-hmm. So you're helping another kid get into the outdoors to get that. Um, what did my my friend Stan Tequila, who Tequila, who has written many books on birding and et cetera, et cetera. He uh, told me, he says, you know what I love about working with kids? It's the wow factor. I go the what? He said, I love the term when you can see the light go on. In their head, they go, gee whiz, 
that's cool. And that's what we want to see. More kids saying, gee whiz, when they learn something about the great outdoors and enjoy it because that will spark a lifelong. <laughs> yeah, and we're lucky enough to get to see that all the time, but um, it does require financial support. And that's why we do things like this Outdoor Hall of Fame Gala, you know, to raise money for these programs. Um, try to expand the programs we have to reach more kids and more and more people who aren't traditionally spending time in the outdoors. And we've had pretty good success. You can check out our website, ilconservation.org, to see our annual report mm-hmm. from 2023. Uh, that'll give you a good idea of, of an overview, at least, of all the things that we did and the number of people we've been able to get into the outdoors. And it's all thanks to our donors. Yep. And once again, it's Thursday, February 22nd, Abington Banquets in Glen Ellen, Illinois. Come on, it's really easy to get to, folks. And if you're traveling a long distance, there's hotels within like two minutes of the place. So there's no no question about that. Uh, and you might even have a special deal going on with one of the hotels. I think it's the... Uh, the Double the, Tree Suites. Yeah, yeah the Double Tree Suites has got a special deal going on right there uh, that's nearby. But this is a way to give honor to the five people that are getting into the Illinois Outdoor Hall of Fame. Deanna Brazen, David Monk, Peter Murphy... Ed, how do you say his last name? Fat. Fat. Uh, that's P-F-A-F-F. And Gretchen Steele uh, that will be inducted that night. And, you know, cheer them on. But make sure you have a lot of your friends there. And let's just make it a night that we'll want to expand on and make bigger every every year. Okay? Yep, thanks for having me on, Chelsea. You're welcome, my friend. Once again, it's Steve Edinger, the Executive Director of the Illinois Conservation Foundation, and I'm very happy to say a very good friend of mine. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. The Tinley Fishing Expo returns February 16th. Twice the size, twice the exhibitors, twice the fun. Eat shore lunch, fish the trout pond. Learn from Midwest pros and guides and catch live music performances. Kids will have a blast at Kids Corner with magic shows and activities while you shop gear and vacations from premier tackle sellers, resorts, and guides. The Tinley Park Fishing Expo, a new kind of outdoor show. February 16, 17, and 18 at the Tinley Park Convention Center. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Waterworks Marine, the largest Lund and low dealer in the Midwest, has those 2024 boats you have been waiting for today. And they're powered by a Mercury outboard. These are the boats that people are talking about, and Waterworks Marine has the largest selection of anywhere in the country at a price you want and, once again, powered by a Mercury outboard. Waterworks also has a few 2023 Lund and low boats with a Mercury outboard, but they are being sold at rock-bottom prices. But you still have time to enjoy your fun-certified Waterworks boat, whether it's fishing, a fall color ride, or a day with friends. Let your boat from Waterworks Marine make the day special. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com. 
and stop in at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Hey, sportsmen, when you use a Tatula rod from Daiwa, you not only feel the sensitivity of a Daiwa rod made with HVF sensitivity and that 45 XT carbon, you can feel that fish before they feel you. See the Tatula rod from Daiwa at Angler's Outlet in Tinley Park, Illinois. You can also see the full line of Daiwa rods and reels at Fish Tech or Angler's Outlet in the Chicagoland area. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and Low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com, diamondghostcharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. Somebody say hey! It was a name to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. Welcome back, everybody, to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. I hope you're having a grand time with me. I enjoy being with you every Saturday morning or Sunday or Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever day you're listening to us on the podcast, uh, to be part of the Great Outdoors with you in your home, car, wherever wherever you're at. Okay, we got a lot of information. Uh, We got some news, some fishing reports, all kinds of stuff. So Aiden sent me an email, haven't opened it up yet, so we'll find out what he says. But hey, let's go over some things. Mark your calendars today. That means the show ends, finish your coffee, get the car. You're driving to 5201 West 115th Street in Alsip, Illinois. They're having a huge Muskie Club uh, outdoor show going on there. It's the Midwest Muskie Club's 8th Annual Fishing and Outdoor Show from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Not real long, it's a good time. when you get there, they're going to have all kinds of fishing, hunting, boating, camping gear uh, that people are selling that they've got. There's some used gear. There's some new gear people have never used that you can find some great deals. And those old fishing lures that you really caught a lot of fish on and lost, I bet you there's one there. So definitely come out and let's have some fun there. They're also going to have a drawing for a Garmin Panoplex with live scope, only a buck a chance, $1 a chance. Um, uh yeah, get me. Somebody buy me some tickets on that one. <laughs> uh, so that sounds really cool. And uh, so once again, that's the Midwest Muskie Club's 8th Annual Fishing and Outdoor Show at the Village Sportsman's Club, 5201 West 115th Street in Alsip today. 
remember that. Okay, we got that. We got that. Uh, let's get a couple of news things going on. Uh, all Illinois high school seniors are encouraged to apply by March 3rd for the 2024 Conservation Achievement Scholarship sponsored by the Illinois Conservation Foundation. We just talked to the man, Steve. Uh, this annual award scholarships go to outstanding seniors who demonstrate effective, voluntary, long-term dedication to preserving, protecting, and enhancing the state's natural resources. Wow, what a paragraph. Scholarships are about $2,000 each and available for the current school year. So fill out the forms, get it in there. Your parents will be happy. Remember that your parents will be happy. So that's a really cool thing. And if you want to get more information, it's real simple. All you have to do is go to ilconservation.org. That's ilconservation.org. Or give them a call, 217-785-2003. And if you got some shekels in your pocket and you want to make a donation to this cause, they'll even put it in a special account just for these scholarships. Remember that. That's kind of a cool thing. Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources is inviting us all to participate in the 30th 38th annual Bald Eagle Watching Days, Saturday, February 10th, next weekend at the, you know, it's free to the public. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's uh, near the Prairie du Soc, 490 Water Street in Prairie du Soc. Uh, it's an overlook. It's so much fun. You can, visitors are also can see a live raptor show at the River Arts Center in Soc Prairie. This is a really fun time. If you want more information, go to Ferry Bluff Eagle Council website. That's Ferry Bluff Eagle Council website. That'll be a good time. Another thing they've got going on is uh, the Hunger Task Force, the Wisconsin Council of Sport Fishing Organizations, but Milwaukee County Parks are encouraging families and other organizations to bring out the kids and everybody to five Milwaukee County parks on Saturday, February 17th to learn how to ice fish. Kids and families are encouraged to take advantage of this, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully we'll still have ice. (laughs) And uh, remember, ice safety is very, very big concern, but you can go out. Young children must be accompanied by adults. You just can't drop the kids off and take off. So remember that. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Check it out. Learn, let the learns how to, kids learn how to ice fish in an urban fishing park. I love that. Love it. Love it. Now let's hear from who else? My grandson, Aiden, with his fishing report, sponsored by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Papa, ice is melting fast along the shoreline. Dad, Sis, and I went to six different lakes and all had open water along the shoreline. And my dad said, let's walk the plank of wood from the shore to the ice. And I told him, my papa does not walk the plank, so I'm not going to walk the plank either. (laughs) Good one, Aiden. My papa doesn't walk the plank. Uh, (laughs) Good one, Aiden. Uh, He said, okay. And then we went and checked out the Grand River and below the Berrien Springs Dam also. Found some guys casting for trout, but they said it was better right after daybreak, not right now. The old guys on the Grand River were happy to see me and wanted to know what stuff you sent me. Hint, hint, hint. Okay, thanks, Aiden. Uh, Hockey tournament was not so good last weekend. The first day we lost the first two games, but then we smoked them the second day. That day was fun. Love you soon. See you, Aiden. And once again, Aiden's my grandson who gives me a fishing report every week from Western Michigan. Sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Let's talk fishing reports. 
Cook County Forest Preserves, uh, lake's pretty open. I, I mean, I drove around the last couple of days and saw a little skim ice here and there, but they're pretty well open. But the key with these lakes, fish the north side of the lake. That, that's because the sun is hitting it the most. And any increase in water temperature, a, a degree or two, will pull fish into it. And this is good pike and crappie time right now. Remember that. Uh, our reporter, Ken Husker O'Malley, and also pro staffer at Waterworks Marine, said, uh, you know, this is ice fishing's pretty much over, so uh, let's talk about going open water fishing real soon. <laughs> okay, Ken, we'll work on that one. Chain of Lakes Captain Tony from Diamond Ghost said uh, they're walking the plank to get out to thicker ice on the chain with open water along the shoreline. They caught one fish, a good keeper. But since they only caught one fish that day, they released it back into the lake. And that was a 13-inch crappie. Oh, Tony, that's a nice fish. He's waiting for Coho uh, to start biting on Lake Michigan as soon as the ice goes off because he's, he's ready to go. Uh, Chicago River, getting a couple of reports from some of the guys that like to walk the shoreline there where they can. And they got some perch and crappies in the downtown area from shore. But uh, that was all. And they didn't see anybody in boats out on the Chicago River in downtown, you know, working the warm water discharge spots. Southern Illinois crappie have been doing better on a variety of lakes down in the Marion and Franklin County areas, so definitely check that out. Uh, Small artificials, you can use minnows, but small artificials is the local choice for a lot of those baits. Some perch anglers are moved back out, uh, into, and they're getting in some of the, like, 87th Street you know, last week they were dropping blocks of uh, concrete on ropes to break the ice, and a lot of that ice is broken and moved. But so not a lot of people, but some people are showing back up at 97th Street, 95th Street, 87th Street, and in the Cal River, but not many anglers uh, are reporting. So that's an interesting little statement. My buddy Darren, uh, lives in Wisconsin, said, Big Green Lake, uh, ice is getting a little darker where there is ice, which means don't even think about it. <laughs> Uh, Northern Wisconsin should have thicker ice. They got five to seven inches, but it should be 30 inches, but you could still have a good time there. And whoop, I can hear the flute playing, which means we're always coming to the end of the program. And I like to leave you with a Native American proverb. And this one comes from my friend, Apensui Majwa. I talked about my friend, Brent Manning, who we lost at the beginning of the show. And not I just lost, but we all lost. A great person of the outdoors. And just remember, whoever it is, whether it's somebody, a close friend or a friend of a friend, even this week I had three other people that passed that were my friends. Always say their name around a council fire because their smoke and their spirit will rise together. See you next week right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors.